Hello and welcome to the Natcha Show, a podcast about ways to live happily and purposefully no matter what life brings our way. Join me every two weeks as I share my thoughts and experiences and host English and French speaking guests who through their stories will contribute to topics like self-worth, fear, confidence, wellness, self-development, planning, evolving, to name but a few. I am your host, Nadine Danga. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Natcha Show podcast. Midlife is the central period of a person's life spanning from approximately age 40 to age 65. It can be a stressful time as many people come to feel discontented and restless as they struggle with aging, mortality, and holding on to a sense of purpose. On this episode, my guest and I will discuss some challenges people in their 40s with a focus on women face and highlight ways to overcome and turn midlife crisis to midlife rises. My guest today, Marta Bakula, is an award-winning immediate past editor of Achieving Excellence, the Southern Africa Toastmasters magazine, which is read in 12 plus countries. She continues to write for the magazine as a contributing editor. A published author, Marta is also a midlife coach who helps women who were not born yesterday to overcome their fear to live the life they want. She launched her midlife coaching brand last November called Emerge, One Blossom at a Time. It is with great joy that I welcome you to the show, Marta. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, Nadine, for having <laughs> me. I'm so excited to be here. Great. Thank you so much for honoring us today. Uh, like I said in the introduction, the topic today really is shedding some light on living happily in our 40s. Now, before we get right into the subject, would you be so kind to share with us a bit of your childhood to date? With pleasure. Yes, there was a time I thought I wouldn't be able to share it. But now, I've, since I started sharing it, I've realized it's actually motivational to a lot of people. I grew up in a foreign country, in Zimbabwe, where I still live even up to now. But my parents are originally from Malawi, and they are of the Muslim religion. Whereas I grew up in a, a Christian context where also African religion was practiced. So growing up was quite a nightmare for me, because besides being a foreigner, I am also left-handed. So that made them too dons. Yeah. You know how growing up, um, it was a taboo to use the left hand. Everything evil was associated with the left Wow. So yeah. I, I I grew up with my parents and all the elders around me. They were quite particular about my use of the left hand and they at any given opportunity that they would get, they would try and stop me from using that hand. So I grew up kind of confused as to what I had done wrong. Yeah. I thought there was something wrong with me during that time. And then 
my surname in Zimbabwe is quite unusual because we use an L, whereas in Zimbabwe, R is more popular than L. So it immediately stood out and I was uh, an object of ridicule in, in, in school, in class, wherever I went, people would want to know um, where I was from was the next question after my name. So I kind of grew up as an outcast. And yeah. uh, as a result, I became an introvert because I was a misfit in society. Wow. Yeah. So growing up, um, like I said, there were so many do's and don'ts. And also as a girl child, my opportunities were limited in society um it was it, and it still is largely patriarchal um as a result i would notice that the women around me like my mother's age i would catch them once in a while having some snatches of whispered conversations you know how it is when they are talking and trying to make the kids not to hear yeah talking about um law libidos, yeah. she's dementia. They would talk about what flashes. They would talk about their heavy bleeding. And then I would be wondering, what are they talking about? And then I remember as well, most of the women of that age would claim having high blood pressure yeah. because of, of the hot flashes that they had. They, they couldn't understand what was happening to them. So it was like they would attribute it to hypertension, which I later found out it wasn't. And as I came into adulthood, I remember I had a friend went into early menopause yeah. and she was always talking about um, being bewitched so that she wouldn't have a son because she had three daughters so before she had, she could try for a son she went into early menopause and she just thought well someone has blocked me you know how we growing up in our African context we kind of sensationalize witchcraft that got me thinking and I was like oh I have had this conversation about bewitching before <laughs> why are these women or be bewitched, something is not right. Yeah. You know, and then I also, I noticed around that uh, a lot of women, when they became single or widowed, they would quickly get into relationships, also seeking validation because um, in our society, uh, that marriage title is everything, but they would end up in uh, abusive relationships and will be miserable all over again. Yeah. So it was like, oh, all these things, how come they're not being addressed? Why are they so hush-hushed about it? You know, like, we know these things are happening. We see them, but no one dares to talk about it. Yeah. So it was kind of an, a, a taboo topic. And it just got me thinking, this is not right. This is a problem in our society. And as much as we are ignoring it, something has to be done about this. Yeah. And that's, um, I think that's my inspiration. It, it got me where I am today I wanted to find out yeah so this is me and I think that idea was born even back then yeah I am curious by nature oh fantastic thank you for being vulnerable and you know opening up but there is power and strength in vulnerability and I think you've you know kind of covered a bit of my next question which was what really inspired you to then become a midlife coach and really put your focus on women in their 40s and their well-being and really encouraging them 
to discover their power and live life in their own terms and fully. If you can add a bit to what you've said, if there is more. Yes, there is definitely more. One of the the, the greatest inspirers in my life was my mom. Like I said, she grew up in a patriarchal society. She, she She grew up in rural Malawi and she could barely read and write. But surprisingly... When she got married to my father, she moved to Zimbabwe. And then there was, I remember um, when Zimbabwe got its independence, there was um, kind of a free school for everyone who wanted to learn. But she was too self-conscious to go to school because of language barrier. And yeah. I think because of low self-esteem. So in the end, she, she, she got stuck where she was. And then she, she was just at home. She was a stay-at-home mom. Never worked in her life. But surprisingly, she, I know she used to, love television she would follow all these um series the the tv programs and you know even if you ask her the next day she would relate to you in her own language but it was everything that was being said there in english so i was like what how come this woman knows this but she cannot speak a word in english yeah and other than that she even taught herself to read the time i remember we had a clock on one of our walls and she would be able to read that clock right down to the minute should and I'm like how does she know that even up to now I don't even know how she know that she knew that but I know that she was an intelligent woman I could see through and through that intelligence shining out in her and I was like if only this woman could have had an opportunity to be yeah. a better person she would really have really you know been a high flyer yeah and then Mm-hmm. So even when the changes began to take place in her body, she couldn't understand them as well because she had no prior knowledge. And and because um, in my mind, I was like, this is um, a wasted mind. It could have been so much more. She, she, I, I took it upon myself and I said, as much as I can, I would want to empower women to be better than this. Yeah. Because um, she tried her best but she, she couldn't come out of that shell. I remember even at school, she, she couldn't even come to the uh, parents' day, the, the prize giving day at the school, the, the speechy day on the, at the school. She couldn't come there because uh, she felt she couldn't speak or communicate with the people there and that self-esteem kept drawing her back. So instead of her loving us in public, she would, would come back home after you get your your prize at school and then she would come and hug you at home but I would keep thinking that I want her there where everyone's mom is not here at home but she couldn't bring herself out of that to come to where everyone else was yeah that broke that broke my heart so much and I thought no this has to stop I don't want to be like this. I don't want my kids to be like this and I don't want any other woman that I can touch whose life I can touch to be like this and that's where it began again great thank you so much Marta for sharing your inspiration and indeed it's very touching to know what you've witnessed has really inspired you to be of impact and to have a different narrative for yourself and for your kids and for women in their 40s at large it's it's very good now again because the purpose of this episode today is to shed light on the unspoken 
that you said earlier, women tend to kind of shy away from these challenges that we face once we reach 40 and above. So we just really want to share our own experience, share some light on what are some of the challenges that people in their 40s tend to face. So can you share about three of them? And once you've shared the challenges, we can then explore some of the solutions to overcome and really live happily in our 40s. Uh, first of all, I would like to say that aging is a process that can sometimes feel uncomfortable. We go through these profound and sudden changes throughout our lives. Yeah. For midlife can be such a daunting um, phase in our lives, especially if we are not uh, informed like most of us like, like I are not. So I, I can say we have, well, I'm going to discuss three of the phases, like you said, uh, it's it's involves the mindset, the emotions, and the physical aspects. So I can just call them MEP, M-E-P. <laughs> Great. Um, the mindset, as you know, is something that that is very crucial. Our own thoughts really control our outcomes, like all the time. Yeah. We, we tend to replay the old tapes in our heads instead of putting on new tapes in the new in the player and i would say one of the reasons for this conversation is that it's time to change this playlist absolutely so by the time we get to 40 most of us will be like devoid of our purpose yeah because our lives will have been taken over by the kids by the husband before that even by the parents like yeah. I said, this is we, we, in Africa. We mostly live in a patriarchal society, so women tend to be uh, someone respons someone's responsibility at any given time. When you are growing up, you are your parents' responsibility, and then when you get married, you are now the husband's responsibility. Yeah. So it's planted in us even at an early age in our mindset that we kind of cannot think for ourselves. A male figure has to think for us at any given time. It's the same even when we go to school. It's the teachers or the authorities at school that tell us what to do. We, we cannot really be independent-minded or we don't have the time to exercise that independence uh, growing up. So when you find yourself with the, the kids are gone, the husband maybe is now up to his own thing or maybe he's gone, you are also a widow, suddenly you are alone, you are void of purpose because your purpose is gone. You've been living for these people all your life. Probably yeah. your parents are now gone as well. So trying to change from there is, is, is quite a daunting task because it's there in your mind. There is, there's always a reason of why you can't move on. Yeah. Some people around you tell you, you're too old to go to school. You're too old to start a new job. You're too old to do this. In your mind, you also be telling yourself, I'm just a woman. Uh, indeed. Yeah, belittling yourself because this is what you've been brought up to do. Not educated enough. The list goes and on, on and on and on and on and on. And you can't do this because always a voice in your head will be saying or obstructing you from envisioning a different future for yourself. But every time you attempt to envision a, a, a future, a, a different future for yourself, these things comes comes into your head, and you can't do this. This is not for you. No, 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 no. You are not worth it, and so on and so on. And so mindset is plays a very big part in this, because we have so many self limiting beliefs. We have so many societal limiting beliefs to give it a go and this fear grips us and it holds us back and you think oh no 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 i can't 
cannot do this. So fear is one of um, the resultants of this mindset. Yeah. It really controls us and it calls the shots. But if you look at it, this fear has been there, help mankind to stay alert, to guard ourselves against attack. Because as you know, in the medieval ages, well before we had security and everything, it was the survival of the fittest. So this fear had to be tuned in at high alert so that you can sense danger but now it's no longer there and we have to take it out of our mindset but we don't know how yeah and so we get stuck on one on one um, place because we're afraid to go forward so that's basically what the mindset does and then we have the emotions as our bodies grow older all these kinds of emotions they set in yeah. especially the thought, thoughts of aging they can just be depressing yeah. we get to feel anxiety we feel unfulfilled about our lives is this what there is to this life that i'm living you know you start to question those things yeah then you get this intense feeling of nostalgia you think of your childhood you think of um the happy moments in your life instead of living in the present you now go back to the past yeah we have um, chronic reminiscence of the past as well. We're always talking about the past. When we were growing up, we used to do this. Ten years ago, it was like this, you know, trying to recapture that lost youth in our minds. Yeah. We have feelings of boredom, emptiness, especially when the kids go away and then you're all alone. Yeah. Your life becomes meaningless. You don't know how else to move on. So there's something that has gone out, but you don't know how to fill that void. Then it, life becomes meaningless. In the end, we have um, impulsive actions. And then we start comparing ourselves with those people around us whom we think they are living better than us. Yeah. Sometimes you get um, people, to, they, they change their behavior. They suddenly change their behaviors and even appearances trying to capture that lost essence or that essence that we think we have lost yeah and there's a lot of regret around i could have done this i should have done that you stopped me from doing this self-blame blaming others around us yeah and so it goes on and on and on and the result is these mood swings as a result of all these emotions running around our heads we get into depression one moment the next moment you're high we even think of death we suffer from low mood yeah yeah all those fluctuations are happening to us because of um, the fluctuation in, in hormone levels as well yeah and there's this conflicting emotion that are constant about our self-perception and our lives as we think about what we are now as compared to what we could have been indeed Ooh, so it's, it's quite a struggle on, on the emotional part absolutely then we, we go to the physical part as well on the physical side you, you notice because of um, the changes in the hormonal levels that i talked about you start to gain weight some have uh, the opposite effect they lose weight yeah unexplainedly there are changes in our sleep patterns in our sleep habits if you were a life sleeper maybe you now tend to sleep deeper or even for long hours or in the middle of the night suddenly you are sleepless insomnia is set in there's a lot of lack of interest in previously enjoyable activities maybe you become a recluse or you just don't want to be involved anymore yeah now you used to have formal fear of being left out 
Now you just want to be left alone. You yeah. want to be included in any activity. There's lots of interest in sex, and that's a problem. Like I was saying, I would hear snatches of whispered conversations because women would want to know what's happening with them suddenly. What's happening? I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. So there's also withdrawal from social interactions. I've noticed that midlife can be such a lonely time. Indeed. And also because when you, all this time you've been concentrating on raising the children and uh, looking after the husband, even maybe the uh, elderly parents, suddenly when you have time to yourself, you find that you have actually bent the bridges from all these associations or your friends from previously and you are, not, you are now alone. You, 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 you would have gradually withdrawn from this social interaction and suddenly... You have no one to talk to. You have no age mates, and it it becomes a lonely place. We also have um, irritability and anger. We have bursts of anger, unexplained. Suddenly, someone just bursts in anger, and then when you self-analyze later, you think, "What was that about?" Yeah, it's it's those changes that are happening to us. We become very teary. Just find yourself crying uncontrollably. Your emotions are yoyoing up and down all over the place. And it's just strange. You don't know. Yeah. You're trying to be yourself, but you, you can't. It's like you have lost control of who you were before. Changes and changes and more changes. Suddenly, there are now aches and pains without identifiable causes. One moment, the head is aching. The next moment, this side is aching. Yeah. The joint is aching. Pains and aches all over. We also have digestive problems. We have um, bloating what flashes, headaches. Yeah. this your favorite dish? Suddenly you have heartburn and you don't know how to take care of yourself. Something is just happening, you know, through and through. Coping with midlife crisis uh, then becomes a challenge because of our feelings that are screaming at us that something is wrong. Yeah. And must be corrected immediately. It's, it's like there's a sense of agency and this feeling that time is running out on us and this yeah. drives people to make very poor sometimes even disastrous decisions absolutely yeah. oh thank you for just you know summarizing the MEP for us you know the mindset the emotions and the physical and you know just breaking it down into different effects it's incredible how indeed it, it's a transitional, unavoidable period, isn't it? And like yeah. you said, aging is a process. It's I usually prefer to call it maturing because it comes with mm-hmm. wisdom. It comes with experience. But yet again, these natural changes that we all experience differently at different age. Uh, some women experience perimenopause. Some mm-hmm. experience menopause a bit later. You know, I know some women who experience perimenopause as early as 38. And like you say, they are beside themselves because they don't see it coming. It just hit them so hard and they're wondering, what is wrong with me? But then, you know, having this open conversation on this very sensitive but yet very important topic, you know, we really shed light and empower and really give people the knowledge, isn't it? that it's nothing to be ashamed of. We are maturing. Actually, if if we look at things from a different perspective, this midlife, this aging process is a blessing. Yes, it comes within its own fair share of natural challenges, but there is a way around it. If only we are very intentional about 
you know, finding solutions and and deciding really not to let those challenges overwhelm us, but to yes. take action and definitely turn the, the conception of midlife being a crisis to midlife being a rises. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you are notified when a new one is posted. Please rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening and I hope you are leaving with some great nuggets that can help you to live happily and purposefully. Check me out on Instagram at the Natasha Show Podcast. Until next time, 